standing, please take your Bibles this, this evening and turn to Psalm number, 50, uh, Psalm number 55. Psalm 55, we're in the Psalms this morning, again this evening. Psalm number 55, the time my message is, I wish I could fly, I wish I could fly. You'll see, you'll see it as we get into this reading here. It's a Psalm of David. And uh, verses 1 through 6 is what we'll read uh, here uh, this, this evening. I'll read verse 1. You join me on verse number 2 and so on through verse number 6. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. They cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pain within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Again, I wish I could fly. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, help me now as I bring the message. And Help us as we listen, and the Lord help us to apply the things that we'll see here today, this evening, in this message. Thank you for the Bible. It's got something for all of us. Lord, every time we bring a message, I, I'm just uh, uh, I'm thrilled to think that, uh, that there's always something for everyone. And uh, Lord, uh, we can, it can be a, a, make a difference in our lives, but also we could use it to help make a difference in someone else's life. May we not be selfish with what we learn. May we share it. And so, Father, help us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. In the Psalms, a little bit troubling at first when I read, read this psalm, and, and of course read it many times, but uh, when, I, when I look at it, it kind of troubles me a little bit because I find that David is overwhelmed uh, by, uh, uh, with mourning. And uh, he's, he's going through a troubling time in his life. And uh, that happens to people sometimes, doesn't it? Uh, we, most of us, if you've been around very long, know that uh, uh, troubling times can come. And uh, we can uh, come to a place of mourning in our life. And I, I believe that we, we can always rejoice in the Lord, always, the Bible says. Uh, but, but troubled times and hard times come in our life. And, and when I look at who we're talking about here, David, I, I, I stop and I think, you know, David, this is that strong man. If you ask the little kids in here, they would tell you David was a mighty man. He was strong. And, uh, of course, we all know the story of, of him and, and Goliath and, uh, and, uh, and the slaying of the bear and the lion uh, with his bare hands. I'll tell you, that was a mighty man, wasn't he? And uh, we think about him, he was a brave man. But yet I find he was broken. As strong as he was, Something has happened in his life that has broken him. We find there in verse number four, he says, my heart is sore pained. You know, again, in my, keep in mind, this is David, that mighty man that said, is there not a cause? It's this man that took that lion and, and smote him and that bear and smote him. And you think, you know, why, the world, why is he so mourning? And why is he so having such a difficult time? And uh, as the Bible said, his heart was sore pained. His heart was sore pained. And uh, it was so difficult for him. And, uh, uh, and, and then he said, on in that verse there, my heart is so pained within me, and the terrors of death are falling upon me. 
And, and when I think about David, I think about, you know, there's a man that really, it seemed to me like he wasn't afraid of dying because he just knew God was going to take care of him. I mean, he went up against Goliath. Wasn't that a huge responsibility and a, a huge thing happening there? And he could have very well been killed. You know, Goliath, everybody else was afraid of him. But now we find David's uh, really concerned. His heart is really broken about something there that's happening. He's overwhelmed. Look at verse 5. He said, a fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. Uh, I mean, you know, again, remember who we're talking about is David here. We're not talking about some wimpy guy. We're talking about a man who knew how to battle, a man that was, uh, I think most of us would consider him a fierceless man uh, because he trusted God, and, and he was willing to take that stand and step up and do something. But I find something's different in this situation here. It's not Goliath that is before him. It's not the lion or the bear, but there's something that's different here in David's, David's life, and now it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's very difficult for him. You see, you think about David being in peril was not something new. This is not just all of a sudden something that happened, but it's happened in his life many times, but there's something different about, about this time. And he tells us a little bit about it there, about uh, what, what the problem is, and and, and it was because of the voice of the enemy. I back up to verse 3. He said, because of the voice of the enemy. He said, you know, these, these folks are saying some things, and they are my enemy. And, uh, you know, I, I understand, you know, we used to say when I was a kid, you know, someone make fun of you, and if you had the last name Biter, you got a lot of making fun of. And uh, they would make fun of me. And I remember my mom would always say, you just tell them this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And I would say that to him, and they'd call me more names, so I figured out I'm going to take some sticks and stones on them, amen, and I'll let them have it. But, uh, you know, we, we say that, and, and, and the truth of the matter is, you know, people say anything, and we can still go on, and it, but, 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 but words do hurt, don't they? We could say things that will really hurt our, our, our loved ones, even if we're not careful, and, and, and David is having some problem here, and his, his enemy has given him voice against him, and and, uh, and uh, I'm sure he's had many that, uh, uh, you know, I think about, uh, we go back to the story of Goliath. Didn't Goliath breathe out threatenings to all the people? And then when he said about David coming up to him, didn't he say some pretty mean things to David? Why, sure. So it's not something new to David. But I think as we read this, he's really having a problem with it. It's become a real difficult thing. And look what it said in verse number 10. We find... The betrayal was not really an enemy. Well, he talked about it there in verse number 3, but we clarify it in verses 10 through 12, and, uh, or through 14, I'll read. Day and night they go about it upon the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from her streets. For it was not, this is interesting, for it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. You said, well, if it was an enemy, you're not going to handle that. You know, I understand when an enemy doesn't like you, it's understandable, isn't it? You know, they don't like me, they're my enemy, that's all right. You know, that's like, you know, who cares? But he said it wasn't really an enemy. He says, I could have become, uh, I, I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. He said, well, it's not that enemy. It's not someone that's, that's really, you know, uh, that, that, that somebody that, 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 you know, I could just hide myself from. But he said, verse, verse 13, but it was thou. 
O man, mine equal, my guide, and mine acquaintance. Notice what he says about the ones causing problems. Verse number 14. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. Now, I look at this and I think, man, this, what he's talking about was somebody that was a friend that was causing him problems. Why, this was, this was someone that was not subject unto him, but someone who was a peer of his and, 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 and a close person to David. It was a man trusted whom David shared personal thoughts with. And there was talk about, look at verse 14 again. He says, we took sweet counsel together. I believe, I believe they, they were able to confide themselves in each other. Boy, how nice it is if, that you can talk with folks. You can confide in them and find some counsel. What a blessing it is to have friends. Amen. And you say, well, I don't have any. Well, be a friend. You'll have a friend. That's a problem. Oftentimes, we're not very friendly, and therefore, we don't have friends. And uh, I don't think a snake has too many friends. Well, a few men in our church are friends of a snake, but they're pretty much snakes themselves. But anyway, but, uh, you, know, uh, but, but you know, they don't have a lot of friends. But uh, you know what? Uh, I, I tell you this. If you be friendly, you'll have friends. And how ble- what a blessing it is to have friends, isn't it? You know, that's one of the great things I think about a church. Is that church is a place where we have friends, and and uh, we don't have to hang out all together uh, together all the time. But we can still be as friends. And and David, he was able to have somebody there that he could counsel with. And and then what really gets me here? Look at verse fourteen, the last part. It says, "And walked in unto the house of God in company." You know what they? they it's it's kind of like this. They went to church together. They worshipped together. Who? Whoever is causing him some problems here, whoever's brought him to the place where he says, my heart is sore pain, and, and he talks about the terrors of death and the fearfulness and trembling and the horror that's overwhelmed him. This has not come from that giant. This has come from somebody in his life. And you wonder, who in the world was that? Well, I'll tell you who it was. It was a man named Ahithophel. Ahithophel was his counselor. He was the counselor of David. You say, well, why in the world? Uh, You know, sometimes some really strange things happen even between friends. And this is what happened here. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 27, 33, and Ahithophel was the king's counselor. He was the king's counselor. And so that's why David said, we've counseled together. He said, uh, we walked in the house of God and and, 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 and the Bible tells us that, that this, was, uh, this counselor, Ahithophel, was, was, was the man that is, is a problem to David here. And you say, well, why in the world would it be? And I think we get a little hint about this. I read to you a verse from 2 Samuel 16, 23. Listen to what it says. And the counsel of Ahithophel, which he counseled in those days, was as if a man had inquired at the oracle of God, and so was all now. Here it is. So was all the counsel of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. Well, when you bring up the name Absalom, that was one of David's sons, wasn't it? But it was the son that wanted to overthrow his daddy. He was the one that 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 was trying to harm his daddy. Now think about it. Ahithophel was counselor to both men. You wonder, how could you do that? I mean, here he's supposed to be David's friend, and yet he's counseling the man that is going to cause David all of his problem. 
And so David's counselor became the counsel of David's enemy, Absalom, who wanted to destroy his father. I mean, you think about a counselor, it's somebody that uh, uh, you would put your utmost confidence in. It'd be somebody to say, you know, I, I believe I could talk to them and it, it doesn't go anywhere else. I could, I could talk to them and they'll be honest with me and not just take my side, but they'll be honest about it if they see something and, and try to help me. And, and uh, it would be as somebody that would, you would have trust with, somebody that you would bear your heart with. That you maybe you wouldn't tell anybody else, but you would tell them. And would you pray about this situation I have? I've got a real burden about it. You can go to that person, and that's the kind of person Ahithophel was supposed to be. He was the kind of man that, that this is the man I'm talking about that David used to counsel with. And now he's the counselor for Absalom. This enemy we find in verses 12 through 14. He said, for it was not an enemy that reproached me. He said, that's not who it is. It's not a real enemy there. It was a friend. His equal. His guide. His, his trusted counselor. His friend. was a companion. And yet, it's brought him this hardship. And his friend became an enemy. His trusted counselor became an enemy of his. And you wonder what in the world ever happened for that to take place. Well, you know, the Bible tells us. Because the Bible tells us there that Ahithophel was Bathsheba's grandfather. Now, we all know who Bathsheba is. We all know what happened there with David and Bathsheba. And, and David took Bathsheba. And, uh, but Bathsheba was a, was a married woman, and her husband was, was Uriah, and Bathsheba was the daughter of Eliam. Eliam was the son of Ahithophel. And so Bathsheba was the granddaughter of, uh, 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 of, of uh, Ahithophel. I don't know about you, but grandkids are pretty important to me. You know, I'd have a problem, too, someone messes with my grandkids, other than this one. No, I don't want anybody, don't give, me, don't give my grandkids a hard time. We, and we all ought to be that way about our grandkids. Come on, grandmas and grandpas, say amen. And I'm giving you a free ride there. You could have done something. I'm that was a cue card one there for you. But, you know, you think about this, and here he was. This, his granddaughter was very special to him. And what's happened, David has taken his granddaughter from his son-in-law or his grandson-in-law. Well, I should have thought that through a little better, huh? But it, here, here, what happened, he knows what took place. He said, you know, David, he took my granddaughter away from her husband. And not only that, but we know what he did. We know that... Uh, uh, he killed him, had him killed. Had him put on the front lines, Uriah, so that he would die to cover up the affair that he had. Ahithophel knew this. He knew what was going on. So you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I can understand his anger. I can understand that he would get very upset. Right? Couldn't you? 
I mean, we sit here tonight in our church and comfortable church and say, well, you know what? He should have got right. You know, yeah, I understand that because here's the thing. Did David get right? Yes, he did, didn't he? David got right. David got things squared away with the Lord. And, and in Psalm number 51, we won't turn there this evening, but in Psalm 51, we find that David is going on in, a, in, a, in, a, in such a way of asking God to forgive him. Remember, he ends up asking God, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. He said, I am so upset I don't even have that joy that I'm saved anymore. It just seemed like it's gone away. He was so burdened about his sin. He wanted God to wash him and cleanse him and take this sin away. He was broken. And thank the Lord he was able to be broken. And I say this, thankful that God is able to forgive sin. You say, well, what about? No what abouts. God's able to forgive sin. And thank the Lord that he's able, able to do that. But here's the thing. Sometimes man doesn't. You know, the Bible tells us about sin that God forgives us and forgets. Sometimes people forgive us. We sin against them and we say, hey, I'm really sorry. They say, I forgive you. I really do. But you know what? They never forget it. It's the way we are. We just don't forget it. In Ahithophel, he has not forgotten what had happened. Now, this David took my granddaughter and had her husband killed. He says, I, I can imagine him thinking in his heart, I will never forget that. And you know, that's the way we are sometimes. And David, though, had gotten right with God. Ahithophel was still mad. I think it's interesting that Ahithophel, I believe, for some time kept it quiet from David that he was upset with him. He went along with things. But you see, get this now. What's on inside that's turmoil in your heart towards somebody else will end up coming out someday. And it could end up destroying you. And it could end up destroying somebody else. So I look at this story and I'm thinking, you know, Ahithophel is gone and he's, he's counseled there together. They've gone to church together. They've, they've done so much together. But yet in all this, it finally comes out at this time in Psalm 55 where Ahithophel is, is so upset and David is so burdened about this. It's got him fearful in all the things he said. This mighty man is saying some really, really troubling things in this chapter. Filled with, Ahithophel was filled with hatred and bitterness. Do you know, Matthew 10, 36 says this, And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. You know, God knows what he's talking about. God said sometimes it might even come from your own home. It might come from somebody that's close to you. Have you ever wanted to just get away? Uh, somebody right now going, hurry up, preacher. Yes, we are. But you ever just sometimes get to a place when there's problems and you just say, you know what? I just need to get away. We feel that sometimes, don't we? And, and, we, and we feel like, you know, well, I've got some problems and I've got some fears and, 
And, and, and most of us have been there before with that. And we think, boy, if I could just get away. And I, I could think of some times even in the ministry where I have thought that seriously. I've gone through some tough times in the ministry throughout the years. And, and uh, I mean, some things were really hard to swallow. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes I thought, man, I just need to get away. There's been the times where I thought maybe I should just go somewhere else. There's been times where it wasn't that bad where I just thought, you know what, I just need to go on a vacation. I just need to get away from it all. But sometimes things really hurt. They hurt us bad. And honestly, some of the biggest hurts are not from those from without, but those that are from within, aren't they? You know, somebody could drive down the road and curse me. It'll bother me for about two seconds, and then it's all right. I don't care who he was. But you get somebody you love, and they turn against you. Man, it hurts, doesn't it? Sometimes kids get mad at their parents so much, they say, I hate you, I don't want anything to do with you, and it crushes your heart. Sometimes it's a friend who may turn on you and say some awful things and mean things about you. That's the way David felt. David felt like, you know what, I just wish I could get away. Why, in fact, he said, if I could have wings like a dove, well, why would you need wings to fly away? He said, if, 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 oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. I just like to fly away. I just like to fly and Way and get away from my burdens and my troubles and my heartaches. That's what David wished for. But David didn't have wings. We can't fly away, can we? Even though sometimes we'd like to. Sometimes we think, man, if I could just go away, well, you know what? You may be able to get away, but you, you know, the problems are still going to bother you when you get away. David wished for wings, but let me tell you something. He had something better than wings. So what, what did he have better? Let me give you a few things that he had. Notice verse number 16. Would you drop down there for a minute, please? It says in verse 16, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. You know, David, David, David had something, yet for a moment it's like, you know, he's like, man, if I just had some wings of a dove, I would just fly away. I would just get away from all these problems. But he couldn't get wings. He couldn't fly. He could have flapped his arms all he wanted to, but he wasn't flying anywhere. He could have taped a bunch of dove wings, uh, feathers on his arms, and he wasn't flying anywhere. But he thought, if I could just get away, and, and it was like the Lord finally got to him and said, you know what, David, you've got something better than wings. And he said, as for me. And I think David began to understand something here. He said in verse 17, evening and morning and at noon, will, and will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. David said, you know what, I, I found out something, I... I I, I, I've got something in the Lord. Let, let's go on. Verse 18. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many with me. 
God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah, because they have no changes. Therefore, they fear not God. He hath put forth his hands against such as to be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. The words of, the, of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. The, his words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn swords. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Blood and deceitful men shall not live out of half their days. But I will trust in who? In thee, the Lord. David said, you know what? I, I got this problem, no doubt about it. And I think all of us can understand, if you've ever been hurt by somebody before, you know the hurt. You know the crushing of the heart and how it feels there. But David realized he had something. He had something that better than a set of wings. You see, David had a person, and that person is the Lord. Let me tell you something tonight. You, you can have some wings, but I'll tell you what will do better for you is to have the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we got saved, we got something really good, didn't we? We not only got a home in heaven, but we have a Savior. We have a Jesus. We have Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who's there with us, who promised us he would never leave us or forsake us. David realized he had somebody. He didn't need any wings. You don't need wings either. You just need Jesus. David had, David had it better than a place far away. Again, he wanted to fly away. Far off, he said in verse 7. But you know what? David had a place of prayer. He was able to go to the Lord. How wonderful it is to go to God in prayer. How wonderful it is to be able to go to God in prayer and pray to him. There's a God in heaven that hears us. You know, I think sometimes we just need to kind of understand that God is so great and so mighty, he can hear me praying when I pray. And you too. You know, I, I, I'm, I think it's good for us to pray for each other. But let me say this. Don't forget to pray for yourself. You say, well, you know, preacher, I don't, I don't want to do that. That's selfish. No, God told us to pray. You know, I believe God wants us to pray for ourselves too. I need thee every hour, the song says. But I'm praying to God. I need him. Why? Difficult times come. Sometimes it's from without. Sometimes it's from within. Sometimes we feel like we want to fly away and get away from it all. But we need to be like David and stop and realize, you know, I can't fly away. I can't run from my problems and my troubles. But I can go to God. And so he realized he had a person in the Lord instead of wings. He had something better than a place away. It was a place of prayer. And David had something better than wandering far off. David had a place of peace. Verse 18, he hath delivered my soul in peace. Now, when I read the first part of this chapter here, I find that David has not got much peace, does he? And he didn't get the wings, but he found some peace when he trusted God. What a wonderful peace God can give us. I'm glad for the peace of God tonight. I'm glad that in the times of turmoil and troubles and heartaches and when you wonder what's going on and the world seems like it's upside down, we can still have peace. Look, you know, they're talking, you keep talking about the elections, what's going to happen. I don't know what all is going to happen, but I know this, that my God is not getting off the throne. My God is not getting older. He is as strong as he ever was. And my God can deliver us. And God can take care of us if it goes. If everybody becomes a Democrat, we can still make it. Amen. 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 
Oh, I don't want them all to become a Democrat. Pray, folks. But David had something better. He had a place of peace. How wonderful it is. Remember when you got saved? There wasn't it a peace of knowing you're going to heaven? What a great peace. No, and even this, when, when things, you're not sure what's going to happen. Have you ever been through sometimes maybe sickness? Huh? And, and just before maybe that surgery, God gave you some peace. Thank the Lord for the peace that we have in him. We don't have to have wings. David had better than remaining in the wilderness. In verse 7, he said, Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. He thought, man, if I just go to the wilderness, I'll be all right. But he had something better than the wilderness. He had a place of protection with the Lord. He'll take care of us, won't he? Aren't you glad for that tonight? He'll take care of us. No doubt David's heart did ache. No doubt David got discouraged. When someone who meant so much to him turned on him. And I think all of us tonight, we'd have to sympathize with David a little bit. Maybe even some of us could go and say, you know, David, my situation wasn't your situation, but my situation was tough on me. We could sympathize with him a little bit. And we can understand how he'd wish to fly away. But it was a good thing he didn't fly away to the wilderness. It was good that he stayed close to the Lord. God used that man in a mighty way. Where he could have flew away. Oh, he wasn't going to get wings, but he could have ran. And left God's will. David thought that flying away would help. But I'm glad for this tonight. He came to his senses. You know, sometimes what we got to do is come to our senses. You say, but preacher, you don't know the burden that I have. You know, I may not. And the burden you have may be something I do not understand. But I know this, flying away is not the answer. It's running to the Lord. He had a person, the Lord. He had a place of prayer. He had a place of peace. He had a place of protection. You know, they say this sometimes, don't they? You can run, but you can't what? Hide. You can run from your problems, but you won't hide from them. You know, I thought, I, thought, I, mean, I remember going through some difficult times, and I thought, you know what I like to do? I just want to go out to maybe Wyoming, Montana. Go out there and get a piece of ground, a bunch of acres, and just live in the center of it. No trespassing signs all around, just leave me alone. You know what I want to do? Fly away. But that's not the answer. If I'd have flown away, I'd been out of God's will. If I had gone the way I wanted to, just don't, I don't want to deal with people anymore, I, I, would, I would not be able to win other people to Christ. The answer is not flying away. But preacher, you don't understand. Somebody, I mean, even in the family, and somebody maybe in church has hurt me before. Eh, you know what? Don't fly away. Run to the Lord. You see, God has a place 
where we can abide. And I'm going to tell you where that place is. You ready? It's in him. It's in him. You know, our problems, they do persist for a while. But you know, I think one of us older folks ought to understand this. They don't last forever. I mean, when the problem comes on right away, all of a sudden we're just falling apart. What am I going to do? And then we realize after maybe sometimes a couple years, I'm all right. You found out that God brought you through. Has God ever brought you through anything? You think he still will? I think he will. He has a place for us to abide. And he's willing to sustain us. And here's the thing. Even before I see it, I know there is victory. We sing the song, Victory in Jesus. Thank the Lord for that victory we have in Christ. And so tonight I ask you this. You got a burden? You got a problem? Do you feel like David did? Maybe sometimes that's happened. Maybe there's some things back in the past where it's just still, it's just haunting you all the time. And you think, boy, if I could just fly. No, you don't need to fly away. You just need to go to the Lord. He'll give you peace. I must have broke his heart. Ahithophel turning against him. And I know it did. It was we read here. Then he came to his senses. You know, tonight what we ought to do is come to our senses. Realize I need the Lord. I need to run to him. And he'll take care of me. You believe that? Then let's do it. Because flying away ain't going to work. Because not a one of us have wings of doves. I'm not saying we won't sometimes wish we could fly away. But it won't make things better. Just run to the Lord. Amen. Simple little message tonight, isn't it? Let's pray. Father, thank you again for the time that we've had. Not a lengthy message, but Father, I believe a message that can really help us all. Lord, when we, I'm, I'm glad you put this story in our Bibles so we would understand and be able to apply it in our lives. We look at this great man, David, we wonder, we read this, like, is this the man that stood before that giant? Is this the man who killed that bear? Is this, is this that man that was so strong? Lord, I, I'm sure we, we would look at this and think, that can't be the same man, but it was. And we could get broken sometimes. We all can have some difficult things happen in our life. Lord, help us tonight. Not wish for wings, but run to you. Because we know we'll find peace there. And really, victory is already there. With our heads bowed and eyes closed here this evening. Maybe you're here, you're not even saved. Well, I'll tell you that you're really missing it. You've got nowhere to go but down. If you're not saved, you need to trust the Lord as your Savior tonight. In a minute, we'll have the invitation, as always. And if you're not sure you're saved, you come and we'll show you in the Bible how you can know for sure you're going to heaven. This message is really for Christians tonight. And I don't know what burden you may be going through or what you have gone through. Maybe there's still something. It's just, it, just, it just eats at you all the time. You think, boy, if I could just, no, just run to the Lord. Trust him. I'm glad David came to his senses. 
it's time for us to come to our senses too about this. Now, Father, I pray you bless this invitation time. I pray that we'll do what we should. Thank you for the instruction we find in the word of God. Not a deep message tonight, not a lengthy message, but a message to the point that can help us when the difficult times come in our life. Bless the invitation time now. May we all decide in our hearts we've got something better than wings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.